A to B. This is your host, Ten, and with me I have... As always, Scooby. You already know. <laughs> and today's special guest comes to us from Spain. Hey. You already know. <laughs> Unique perspective, not even in the U.S. <laughs> well, he's originally from Morocco, but he's in Spain now studying. His name is Barraquette, and... I'm so glad you can join us. It's kind of going to be... It's going to be a weird one. Yeah. Because of... Um, he was pre-recorded. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's essentially going to be um, just his responses and us kind of... Commenting. Commenting and like... Yeah, um, yeah like it's... It's not going to be banter, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But um, it is what it is. Uh of what we got is is pretty good i say we still got a unique perspective all in all yeah for sure especially since we've been talking like the past few episodes about how different it is like european countries compared to the u.s you know yeah. so i think it's gonna be a good perspective but anyways let's jump into it um so our first question is what is your primary mode of transportation? Uh, well, in my life so far, I have lived in five different cities. Two of them are big. My primary mode of transportation was public transport, such as the, the tram, the metro, and the bus. Uh, I have never used the bicycle as a tool for transportation in these big cities which is a bit of a surprise yeah, because you know you always feel that you are in a hurry and busy uh, as you know time is precious so you feel obliged to use the quickest mode of transportation to get to, to your destinations well, and in other cities with the small ones I use the bus rarely I always went to places by foot or by using the bicycle uh, however it's been a while since I rode a bike it's dangerous to ride one these days you are always in danger while you are on the road as you know there is lack of bicycle lanes and trails and you are always exposed to external dangerous elements so yeah uh, I avoided using the bicycle and go there walking. So our primary mode of transportation was like, you know, trains, buses and stuff like that back in New York. But, you know, here in the suburbs, um, there's none of that, <laughs> which sucks. So we're just like in the car all the time and you can't really walk anywhere because there's not really any sidewalks and people look at you weird and like... It's just kind of dangerous like going back to how you were talking about how biking is dangerous there's no biking lanes it's the same here like there's not really any biking lanes there's no sidewalks basically and yeah i feel like the infrastructure needs to change because there should be more um opportunities of like transportation if that makes sense like we shouldn't all be in the car, you know? Yeah, like, I agree. Um, even, it doesn't even have to be, like, cross town or cross whatever. Like, it could just be local, even. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt to have the option to be locally able to do stuff. Like, we live next to, like, a really prominent shopping center from around here. And we, it's a... That's that's literally the only place that anyone walks in the shopping center. Yeah, because there's like there's sidewalks for people to walk, and it sucks. But like we can't if we felt like walking to this the, the the center is like a hassle just to get across the road, and it shouldn't be like that. Like we can walk it, but like the crosswalks. First of all, there's not really any it's, sidewalks. Yeah, to it's walk like on. non-existent. But then, like when you're gonna cross the main road, you have to like run. Because the light does the not last long enough. Like, you can literally not... You cannot walk across between the moment the light goes for you as the pedestrian on foot to, like, the cars get their chance to go again. Like, 
it's not reasonably timed. You cannot walk. So, like, if me, that I'm young, able-bodied, and I'm walking at, like, my normal pace, which is not a slow one, I have to, like, kind of break into, like, a semi-jog to make it across the, I the street. I have to run. I have short legs. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's super unreasonable. And then, like, back to, like, um, Barquette's response about, like, his primary modes of transportation. The first thing that caught me was that it sounds a lot like New York, where, like, public transport is kind of prominent. Interestingly enough, he, he mentioned that he didn't... Um, he didn't ride, like, the bus, really, because he wanted to get places faster. And I feel like that's what I mostly rode, even though it was slow. But I remember, like, going to college, which was a few blocks away, remember? Mm-hmm. With three bus. You could either take the three bus or take the train. The trains always had delays yeah. going towards the school. But going downtown, that's yeah, a different story. I feel like that was purposely done <laughs> that's kind of you know like going towards uh, you know what i don't want to make it a thing never mind it, it, it before, just seems very messed up before we move on from that it's like why rush to go to the undesirable place in the city yeah that's kind of how it felt mm-hmm. but yeah let's not get into and that. like they didn't try to fix the delays as quickly you know yeah but yeah like sometimes it was quicker to just walk to school yeah instead of wait like walking to school would be like 30 minutes ish give or take and then like taking the bus or the train depending on traffic the train will be quicker but if there's a delay it's gonna take longer and then like if you wanted to take the bus it was always packed you always would have to either wait for the next one or Or just walk (laughs) yeah exactly so i get where you're coming from with the buses the bus situation and i understand the bike thing too like Mm -hmm. the outside elements um for example cars and even weather but from like where we're from you even have to be careful with like other people because they watch you for what you have that's true. And they want to steal from you, and it's so much easier to get People some... want to steal your bike and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, in New York, when I used to ride my bike, and I used to go to, even, like, I used to go to Jersey on the bike, but, like, I had a, a, a lock, and I was... You had to be very careful how you lock the bike, even, because if you don't lock it a certain way, like, I used to make sure that I locked the front wheel to the, to, like, the axle of the bike... And then also lock that to whatever bike lock or pole that I'm locking it to. And it was like a really tough bike lock. And the reason why is because if you don't do that and you're not careful, you come back and somebody stole your front wheel and that's it. You're asked. Like you're stuck wherever you're at. So. That's crazy, man. I get that bike thing too. Like it is just better to walk because it's just you yourself and you and that's it. And you get to your destination and that's all. And also, I was thinking, um, like how Baraka said about, like, it's dangerous, like, when other cars are on the road, or what if it's, like, raining or snowing and stuff like that. So, for me, I don't really know how to ride a bike, so that's why I don't really do that. But um, I kind of want to try to get into it, because I feel like it's better. It's better for your health, and it's better for the environment. Yeah, like it's it's a lot more. We just need infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, we do, and not for nothing. But you're giving too much credit, like blaming weather and stuff like that. Because there's drivers that straight up don't respect bike bike lanes yeah, or bikers. Cause it's true. Even my dad, who's like pretty, I would say he's pretty chill about stuff like that. And there's been in, there was incidents in New York where he didn't give a damn that there was a bike coming through like from his rearview mirrors and he would just cut into the bike lane because he needed to drop somebody off or pick somebody up and yeah, that's so messed up yeah and that kind of like speaks to the lack of respect they get like mm-hmm. even well, like i've seen um pictures of cops parked on the biking lane mm-hmm. and it's just like not even the cops respect it you know 
or or they'll go as far as like one of the big things that that um bloomberg did when he was um mayor in new york that he gets a lot of crap for a lot of stuff but he he everybody has a good side you know what i mean and Some people. <laughs> not like everybody everybody's capable of having a good side whether they can put tap into that is another thing but one of the things he did was he had a bike he had a, like a lot of bike lanes in the city and new yorkers lost it when that happened because they just wanted road 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 but like go to the suburb you know what i mean like it's a city if you do yeah, that if you do that you kneecap what makes the city a city mm-hmm. like don't cities like are that. supposed to be walkable and and diverse you know yeah so mixed like, use and stuff like that yeah but like people got so mad when he made bike lanes a thing in New York and he was making it more prominent That's and so stupid. if you I'm pretty sure like those same people not those same people I'm pretty sure those people go to like a place like here and they'll love it but <laughs> yeah but you do miss it to an extent because the option is there mm-hmm. like I I'm gonna be real with you I never used the bike lane myself I literally just rode on them in the middle of the road because as dangerous as that sounds the bike lane is so restrictive too. And also where we lived, there was no I don't remember seeing well, bike there was, lane. There was like a semi bike lane. I do not remember. Up and down university. There was a bike lane. Okay, university. Burnside? Nah. Okay. That's university like, is a bigger um But that's street, the thing, it's it's more realistic because it's a wider street. Like there's like two lanes going each side. But Burnside is one lane each side, so like that's very restrictive. And then you got to think of the cars that have to park. And if you add a bike lane to the mix, you either are restrict making the the already small two way street smaller, or you're removing parking space for people that live. And that's a huger like it's a bigger can of worms at that point because then. You're kind of forcing them into parking in the lots, and then those guys are going to get savvy about it, and they're going to inflate their prices because they know people need it. But I just feel like in New York, you don't really need a car. Oh, no, you don't. That's that's why I'm... Like, people just get a car just to be like, hey, look at me, I have a car, or whatever. A lot of people do A lot of people. So, I, I don't know. I feel like it's doable, like... You can add bike lanes to a two-way street. You know what I mean? You just got to make the sidewalk smaller. No, you don't. That, it, it's like a place like Burnside. Yeah. You got to make the, the sidewalk smaller. I don't think so. They, 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 to make that compromise work, Cars that's what do not need take. that much freaking space. Get a smaller car. You're in the city. First of all, how are you going to park a, a truck in the city? <laughs> you know what I mean? Which, I don't really remember seeing many trucks in New nah. York. Like, nah, maybe, I did know someone that did like, have a truck, but it's because, you know what I'm talking about? With the, the appliance guy? Yeah, but, like, that's different. You know what I mean? That's, like, a use. Mm-hmm. Which, that's another point. Like, people over here have a truck just because. <laughs> but, like, it was a need in New York. Nobody wanted a truck if they didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Like, the only people that had trucks were, like, Escalades and things like that, but that's like yeah, a flex. Yeah, that was still like, why? That's a flex <laughs> at that point. Yeah. But anyways, on to question two. What is your opinion on cars? Like, what are the pros and cons? <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of cars in general. Well, using the car means you can go and travel where you want without having to arrange many things ahead. Mm, let's say timing for instance sometimes mm, public transport timetables do not suit your schedule so the car here can be a good deal for you Uh, well the car has an upper hand when it comes to luggage if you are traveling with goods using public transport is not secure in this case and is short of storage space so yeah traveling in your car gives you a bit of comfort with your luggage and goods 
also as we know public transport is known for loss of delays and even cancellations this could disrupt our journeys could for example in my case could leave me stranded and result in running late for my job if I had any uh, school appointments anything as for the cause the cost of running a car is increasing these days especially with the cost of fuel constantly rising and the car is known for polluting the air around us so yeah I think using public transportation is a good idea to share the responsibility towards our environment um, however I think yeah electric cars are said that they are envir environmental friendly they emit fewer greenhouse gases and air pollutants than petrol or diesel cars you bring up a lot of good points um, especially with the timing and like the delays and stuff um, like how we were saying earlier like sometimes we would have to just walk because either there was a delay or it was packed and we couldn't get on or something so good point um also about like carrying luggage on the train or the bus um i just remember like seeing the viejitas yeah. <laughs> with their little uh i don't know what it's called like like the little push carts yeah <laughs> but um i mean that's an option but who wants to be walking around with that or like when you have to go to jfk to catch a flight and mm -hmm. you're on like the train yeah and trains get packed and you're that a-hole now that's there with the huge maleta no people could freaking deal with it for like two like two stops of course stops, but like you get self-conscious you know i'm not gonna get self-conscious about that i worry about like forgetting something on the train or something like that yeah that's too, that's bus. another thing like that's oh i'm always paranoid about that i always like triple check before I leave the train and even then I'm just like damn did I forget something and like it just makes me like paranoid um but I wanted to bring up uh like it's kind of getting a little dangerous to use public transportation like I'm talking about in New York probably the same thing for anywhere though to be honest yeah, but um, uh, like I saw a news report about this kid that killed another guy on the train, and it's just like insanely how you do something like that in public, you know? It's just crazy. The thing with that though, that like years of taking the train and public transportation in New York, and even just knowing how like the news works having studied that it's always something to grab your attention and like sensationalized. it's always yes it's always gonna be sensationalistic and i hate to be that guy to say that because it makes me seem you know, oh maybe you're bad but that's not <laughs> it like you gotta realize that this is still something that people need as a job mm -hmm. and if it doesn't get views or clicks or like or, or reads or whatever or subscriptions they don't get paid so like they need to draw that attention personal experience if you mind your damn business ain't nobody messing with you on That's the train true. somebody sometimes they do mess with you i have plenty of stories where people mess with me on the mm -hmm. train and i was minding my business that's where Yo, you just put your headphones in and that's it you're chilling <laughs> that's where you gotta be savvy like putting your headphones in might not even be the best option in situations because you, you gotta be like observant and stuff yeah like they, you just gotta be savvy and I hate to say it, but you that's not something that you just are... Maybe sometimes you are born with it, but, like, you got to kind of pick up on that on your own. But, yeah, the, the security aspect of having a car is a big one. Like, on the topic of putting in your headphones, I, I had, like, a method for years because I got mugged walking home from school one time. So I had a method where I would, especially in the winter time, I would tuck my headphones in to, like, my, my shirt and then have it poke out of my collar behind my ears so like you have to look real close to see that i'm i have something you know what i mean mm -hmm. that was with wire with wireless i would just wear a beanie and put the my That's beanie true. over my hat and that was it That's true. 
but I don't have to worry about that anymore because I'm in my car. Like, I miss it because... But you know what you got to worry about? Someone hitting you. I mean, yeah, but... Or, or getting into an accident, you know, like... But back to the same, like, you kind of got to worry about somebody mugging you when you're on public transportation. Each of them have, like, pros and cons. I don't know. And, like, I'm playing cars devil's is, advocate Cars scare me, so... I'd rather take a bus or a train, like... I'm playing devil's advocate. Walk. But, like, what I will say on that is, if you have a car, the stakes are kind of higher. Not kind of, they are higher. Like, if you get into an accident on the highway because you're not paying attention, other people can get involved in that, no problem. Versus, I hate to say it, but if you get mugged, that's a you problem. Mm-hmm. And, you, like, you're going to go into debt. Like, like yeah. let's say you don't have insurance or something, even though that's illegal, but a lot of people don't do insurance yeah. or they don't get enough coverage. You're going to go in, into debt. Like, yeah. And then you're going to be mad. <laughs> exactly. Like, if, if you get mugged for your freaking phone you down a, you than, down a couple hundred but like yeah well i don't know phones these these days is it depends ridiculously priced so but you're not dropping more than like two thousand dollars on a phone i hope i don't know i hope some people hmm. <laughs> but, but anyways yeah. I, I wanted to say something um about damn i forgot never mind <laughs> go i was just gonna mention um on this whole topic of like being stranded because um Barakat mentioned that uh there was this one time where we went to a a concert for like a friend and we ended up going from the Bronx to Queens and that was like at the time I don't know if it's been tapped yet but at that particular time it was the coldest recorded night in New York City for like probably 30 years and that caused a lot of delays on the train and it was nighttime so usually that's when they start working on things and like to fix it and get it back up and running and there was incredible delays that day and yeah it felt very much like we were stranded and i think we got home like at three in the morning that day and that's not even the worst but, yeah, it's not even that bad. but still like that's a that's telling to like the whole delay aspect mm-hmm. of things because i think we left like at one or something like that, right? Or like twelve something. Yeah. To like then go and then there was delays and then we had to wait and all this other stuff. Yeah. So like that's that's the telling thing about like being stranded. Because mm-hmm. you're kind of at your own wits and like it was it sucked. Cause you're at the mercy of whatever you took like yeah. the train or the bus or whatever. Cause like I mean you can get a cab, but that's gonna be a lot money. of money. Yeah, that's money and like. At the time, um, I remember we took like maybe one train and then a transfer and it became from that to like three or four different trains and three different transfers and then praying that we made it on time for like the bus in Manhattan into the Bronx. So Mm. it can get tricky sometimes. Yeah. Especially when you need to look for an alternate route. For sure. Um, I think that public transportation needs more funding. Mm-hmm. Because things like delays and stuff would happen less frequently if there's more funding. That's how I feel. Like better technology and stuff like that. Better trains. The trains are the same. Like did they they haven't updated the trains at all, right? Not from when I remember. Or the, the, the last buses. Visit. The the last update they did was their electric buses now. And they got no hybrid. 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 Okay. And then they got the chargers that. Again, kind of incent. It's like, I hate I hate thinking like this, but my cousin once told me that me and him have the the displeasure of having almost like the capacity to think like a criminal. But the minute that they added those plug-in stations for the train and the bus, I was like, wow, they are really just making it easy for thieves to get a mark, like. Cause, like hack your phone or something. No, no, like. Oh, let's wait for the little high school kid to plug in his iPhone. Now oh, I know he got an iPhone ten. Yeah, let me yeah, let me yeah. mug him. That's true. Like that is like, giving you a, a nice reason to pull your to phone do, out. But like I wouldn't. I would never I wouldn't get do that. that. I'm not plugging my phone in no bus. Cause I, how I see it is like, oh, what if someone hacks my phone or something, 
and then yeah. they steal my information like that. Like even uh, um, when we went to New York recently, and they have like touch to pay with your yeah. phone, like when you go on the train or the bus, and it's kind of like, do I want to do that? Like, what if someone like I don't know, thieves are smart. Yeah. They could invent themselves some shit and then steal your information and then. Now you got to deal with identity fraud and all this yep. other stuff. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a mess. Like, it's... I like the incentive, but I always... I'm, I, I feel like, I feel I like it is it. a curse that I always think of the dark side of things when it comes to, like... Yeah. I would use it if I'm in a rush. Like, I can't get a Metro card because I'm in a rush or whatever. But then, like, afterwards, I'm going to regret it, you know? Yeah, and again, like, to play devil's advocate a bit, when things like that, like, they do modernize and, like, they do things to modernize transit and make it more convenient for the consumer, but then, like, people like me are stuck to the old ways where I'd rather go to the kiosk or speak to the teller, get the MTA Metro card and all this, and it doesn't progress because of people like me, and Mm -hmm. just like I exist, so many others do too. And then you hear about the whole, somebody got multiple transactions through their apple pay because they use a touch to pay mm-hmm. and then other people like get cousin, scared off of it yeah cousin. that happened to my cousin so it's like and then other people get scared off of it and then it's a I rolling like stone it's a good point. initiative but instead of spending money on that you should um modernize the trains and the buses <laughs> make them more efficient to prevent delays and stuff like that but i wanted to go back on um like the crime that's what i wanted to talk about <laughs> that i forgot earlier um so that report said that crime is up 40 percent on the train and i don't know if that's true or not because you know st- statistics are like you can get it like either or you know yeah like but, it's um, kind of great sometimes yeah like it, it's not really a fact it's like mm-hmm. more of what do you want it to show yeah Exactly. So, but yeah, I feel like ever since COVID, like people have been wilding. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. Um, I don't York, know what it was, if it was COVID or if it was the quarantine or what, but everyone has been acting very violent, very aggressive. Like, they don't know how to act around people anymore. Yeah, like people, people always would say to us well, after we moved, like the best thing I did was get out of here because it really hit the fan when y'all left because of the pandemic. And we were like, eh, it's not that bad. And then we went back. Um, I don't know I don't, if it's because we was used to being here now. No, it was definitely but, worse because yeah. it went from being like, the best way I could put it is like, it went from being the hood to like, Five steps away from dystopian. Like, it was Mad Honestly. Max in the hood. Like, <laughs> everybody had dirt bikes and, like... For real. And mo- motorcycles and pasolas and, pasolas and, like... It was literally everybody. And it, and it was okay. It's, like, okay, because you see the delivery guy in that... Even my cousin got a pasola. No, he yeah, says a Vespa. It's a Vespa. <laughs> but you got, like, delivery guys in that all the time. But then you got, like, people fitting five... It looks like DR. Like, people Honestly, fitting five yeah. people on one bike, and it's crazy because the cops don't even And they don't out. even care about the traffic or nothing. They just go whenever they feel like going. Yeah. Literally, it's just DR. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane. I love DR, but DR is Dominican Republic. But um, I love it, but they be wilding over there. <laughs> yeah. But I also wanted to... Um, talk about what Barraquette was saying about the cost of cars um, and how, you know, the oil is going up and even, like, maintenance on cars is crazy. But also, you brought up um, electric cars. And although I do like them better, I still don't like them because they still create traffic. They still can kill people. <laughs> That's my main thing. That's why I don't really like cars. Like, I'm terrified of that. Like, they just kill a lot of people. I think it's like the it's in the top five killers in the country. You know. 
Um, and it's just really scary to me. But yeah, electric cars, even like depending on where, like obviously it's not going to emit as much greenhouse gas, but um, depending on where you charge it, like if you're not charging it with renewable energy, you're still polluting, you know, and you're still creating traffic, um, noise pollution, stuff like that. So I don't know. Like, it's better, but it's still not ideal, I should say. Yeah. Um, I got really not too much to say, because if I'm being honest, I don't know as much about it as you do. But the one thing I can agree with you on is that it's still a car at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. It still takes up space, and whoever is behind the wheel of it, is ultimately going to be the one that decides the safety. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to say one last thing about that, but I forgot. So, also guys, my memory is really bad. I have to write everything down or I'll forget. <laughs> and I did not write it down. Um, but yeah, we can move on to the next question then. Um, so, what is your opinion on public transportation? Uh, okay, I think it could be the answer to taking care of our environment. There are different factors that make public transport a good option for getting around the city. The wind that make low level pollution. E, mm, well, the vast majority of public transport these days are powered by alternative energy sources, and these energy sources emit less compared with conventional fuels. So yeah, I think it provides a socially responsible option. Uh, as for the disadvantages, I think the only inconvenience inconvenience for or the public transportation pose is that you have no independence so it isn't the same as using your own vehicle you know you have a lot of good points um especially like with it being better um for the environment i don't know about the renewable resources like what we have to go off of is New York and like how Scooby said um, the buses are hybrids so it's a little better but eh, could be better (laughs) but like if you think about it a bus versus like I don't know how much people take can fit in, in one bus probably like a hundred? More than a hundred. No. Really? A New York bus? Maybe yeah, the, the long ones. The 4042? Yeah. Nah, that's a stretch. Really? That's a reach. I, I gotta Google this. But, um... I got you. Not you Google could, it later. You continue. But I'll do it while you <laughs> All right. I don't know. I saw this um thing, like, comparing. It was, like, 120 people on a bus versus in a car versus on the bikes and stuff so that's why i was thinking maybe like 100 is reasonable but i don't know you'll find out (laughs) but yeah about the renewable resources like how you were saying like um a lot of public transportation uses that i don't know about that here maybe in spain or in morocco but I don't know about that here. <laughs> I don't really think that's the case here. Um, I, I want it to be. <laughs> that would be nice. But, yeah. And then about the not having independence. Um, if you take public transportation. I disagree. Because um, I feel like you don't have independence. Like, I get where you're coming from. But I feel like you don't have independence if you have to pay insurance and you have to pay um, a car loan and then you have to pay for tickets if you park in the wrong spot at the wrong time. And then, like, it's just, like, uh, I feel like it's a lot 
owning a car, you know? And it's kind of... I feel like it's not worth it. I don't know. Like, you could just rent a car for for a few hours if you want to, like, go out of the city or something like that. You know what I mean? But I see where you're coming from because you can go at your own time to wherever you want to go. But... I feel like you get more independence when you can use public transportation because um you don't have to look for parking. Exactly. You don't got to look for parking. Everybody knows what I'm talking about, especially in New York, especially in a city. Like parking is so difficult. That really could kill the whole talking about timing that could kill like that could Hell yeah. cripple the whole experience because you waste like half an hour more even yeah parking half an hour only i remember when we went to new york and we went to my cousin's house we kind of could have just took the bus but you know we was being bougie because you know we could have walked car now we i don't know it was kind of deep i don't know if we could we We could walk but it's just it was like very far and tiring (laughs) and we were lazy but, yeah, we took the car. My cousin drove us to my other cousin's house. And he was like, okay, you guys can go up ahead. We'll be there in a bit. Honestly, it was like an hour. Yeah, they took like an hour to get parking. Yeah. And, like, it just sucks, like, because then, like. They missed out on a whole hour. Yeah, exactly. You know what I That's mean? That's the bottom line. It's just, It's just inconvenient, you know. But I guess if you go somewhere where there's parking, it's not that bad. But even so, like, having to be stuck in traffic and stuff like that, I don't know. I don't like it. (laughs) And I got the answer. So, apparently, they could fit anywhere between 40 to 55 to 60 people. What type of bus are we talking about? It says standard, coach, and then... The other one. The okay, one. you're talking about like Greyhound. No, I'm not. It says MTA, New York City Transit Buses. I could have sworn at least like the 40, 42 was the like 100 one. people. Yeah. No, that's no way. 100 people would be like people. Okay, that's what they recommend. But that's you know capacity. people be. Okay, yes. you know people be crowding in. I was there. just about to say like it's it could probably be a bit more, but. It's not recommended, I don't think. Like, people could be standing, but to the extent that you're, like, literally hugging the person behind you, like, <laughs> shoulder to shoulder, but don't that's fine. do that in Japan? <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's not right, though. Like, yeah. that's that's where it's bad, you know what I mean? hmm But anyways, we can move on to the next question. So, how can transportation improve? So, talking about, like, cars or mass transit. Okay, I think the simple answer here is to make it just free, maybe. That would encourage people to use it as much as possible. Um, okay, I think if you look at the map of some of the world's big, big cities, public transport systems, looking at their, at their designs... It's difficult to find why it was built in the first place. You will find that there are some gaps in some parts. The suburbs of some cities are not served by public transport of the city. So commuters find themselves obliged to use their own vehicles. Um, I think people living in these cities, in other words, are forced to buy a motorcycle or a car to move fast and to get to their jobs. To their obligations so to make it better it requires a dramatic change in the infrastructure of these cities that means constructing new roads for bus lanes building rails for trains and metros to suburbs of these cities wow that was so beautiful thank you so much <laughs> mm-hmm. um the infrastructure part like Beautiful. Took the words right out of my mouth. I loved it. (laughs) And I completely agree, obviously. Um, Also, making it free, 
I feel like everyone will love that. Yeah, like a lot of people will actually. I don't know, because people love their cars, but I feel like it's true. A lot of more people would probably use it. If you haven't been to the Bronx, it already is free. <laughs> Nobody yeah. pays for it anymore, That's and true. the bus drivers could give a damn. So yeah, ever since um COVID, COVID, it's been like that. Apparently, Nobody. it's crazy. Nobody cares. And I feel like it. It should be at least low cost. Like yeah, um, it it should be a public service, honestly. Yeah. But um. Also, um, when you're bringing up how, like, when you see the mapping of it, like, trans, the public transportation and stuff, and how it doesn't reach suburbs and stuff like that, and there's gaps, I completely agree with you. Like, it's just crazy. Like, people in the suburbs really hate public transportation because they're, honestly, again, I'm going to just say it, they racist. <laughs> I don't want to bring up race, but they racist. That's a a very gross generalization, but like even the people that indulge in living in the suburbs now, I don't think they're they necessarily are. They're I'll just say kind the of, majority then. They, I feel like it, it's reaping the benefits of a racist past. You know, you know what the argument is against public transportation in the suburbs. It's gonna bring in more. Low-income low income people. people. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's very obviously that makes racist, no but sense. but it's very, it's a very crude generalization to say that. Mm, like, maybe I'm just mean or fucked up, whatever. But I think I, I mean, I don't see any other argument. I think not. <laughs> I think not everybody is gonna have that ideal. I or think idea, people but... want to be segregated. Like, oh, yeah. they want. I'm gonna stay in my castle, and you, other people, can be in the city. Whatever, like, you it, know what I mean. It goes back to that whole individualistic idea. Yeah. Right? Like nobody, they don't care about other people. They like, and I say they, but like. There's a lot of good people in the suburbs, but also there's a lot of messed up people. Of course. You know? Like, listen, it is what it is. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like if I could just live off the grid and just chill with, like, a bit of Wi-Fi to play my online video mm-hmm. games from time to time, I wouldn't take it. Because people can be people, and people are annoying sometimes. But, like, I also prefer to have the convenience of, even a little bit of social interaction, like, yeah. from time to time. Like, you could just go to a shopping center, walking or whatever. Like. I don't know. For me, I need social interaction. Like, I don't really like people, but I I like social interactions, I guess. I feel awkward about it a lot of times, but then I'm also, like, happier after. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. It, um, me and you, kind of off topic, we were talking about something where... Um, and it kind of fits a little bit into the race thing where we were talking about Nate McLeod, the baseball player. <laughs> I love him. That he's a white guy from Michigan, but he speaks perfect Spanish. Not just any Spanish. It's the Dominican, almost like dialect of Spanish. Like mm-hmm. he sounds, if if you close your eyes, you would think he's a Dominican dude, like from yeah, DR. you hear a smidge accent. I don't know. But... I don't know. If you were to close your eyes, you might not realize the difference though. Mm-hmm. So... That being said, like, when you interact socially with people, we were talking about how, like, that's a beautiful thing, that he's, like, this yeah. white guy from Michigan, and just because he played in minor league and major league baseball with a bunch of Dominicans and Venezuelans and whatnot, he picked up this really great Spanish, this regional Spanish mm-hmm. from, like, our country. And also, uh, side note, like, the video, he's, like, talking to a Dominican reporter, and, and the Dominican the Dominican reporter goes, oh, what would you like to say to the people of the Dominican Republic? And he, like, takes a beat and he goes, ah, but they're Dominicano también, which translates to, also, you're Dominican too? 
Yeah, like two. I was just like, it, it's like oh a, my gosh! <laughs> it almost sounded like a kinship, like yeah, like oh, I'm Dominican, you Dominican too, and I thought that was really nice, you know. Yeah, like I find that beautiful, and I mm-hmm. welcome that because it's like wow, this again, this, this white guy from Michigan appreciates uh, our culture. Our culture. And stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I, I welcome that. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. tying it back to like the whole social interaction thing, and like you, you feel very fulfilled sometimes when you find that common ground with a complete stranger that's true and that has that's that's happened to me on the train i was on the train me my brother my cousin and this guy just commented on one of our shoes and it was a whole conversation it wasn't just like a random conversation about the weather it was like we went into like philosophy even like and and i feel like that's what it's, it's supposed to be about like exactly you meet your fellow man you break bread exactly community but when you're in a car you're not gonna do that you're gonna road rage because this guy cut you off cut you off <laughs> yeah but on the, on the bus and on the train y'all all, y'all all on the same boat yeah. y'all all on the same bus yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah but yeah like and then you get to like meet interesting people and stuff that you would not meet if you were in your car and don't get and it don't get it wrong like this oh it's not gonna be your bestie you're not gonna, but like even just the moment and the day and like when you're yeah. done they get off their stuff oh yo take care bro like that that's the kind of thing when people talk about it, oh faith in humanity restored like it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. two complete strangers over a pair of sneakers could just find a connection mm-hmm. even if for a moment like it's very cheesy to say, but like that's no, I'm, that's I love it. magic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real. That's what it's supposed to be about. We're supposed to interact with each other, not just stay in our house or stay in our cars and go to work, stay in our cubicle, whatever, and whatever people. And are in. I don't know. people talk about the pandemic and and all that, but like I've been very blessed to like. I've gone through it, and it's been, or obviously the world around me has been a huge impact, but personally, like, in my in my groups, in my circles, it hasn't been crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. And we still haven't gotten COVID. Yeah, Yay. knock on wood. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> but um, I hate it that a lot of, like, people and kids especially are so socially reserved now because mm-hmm. of it because of lockdowns and like that lack of interaction is there yeah. with other people and that's very much because of that the pandemic that I feel like a lot of mental illness stuff yeah there's gonna be a lot of because of lockdowns and stuff. A, men- a lot of mental like, it hardship. was necessary but but there's gonna be consequences that we're gonna be feeling yeah. for a bit yeah for sure um but next question <laughs> next question all right so do you understand the harmful effects that the privatization of mobility poses cars are one of the largest sources of air pollution um all the people in the world should be aware of this problem yeah uh, we can work together and help reduce air pollution. Uh, well, car pollution is one of the major causes of global warming. Car, uh, cars and trucks emit carbon dioxide, which causes global warming pollution. Uh, carbon dioxide traps heat in the atmosphere, which causes worldwide temperature to rise. So I think that that is the harmful of cars to, to our environment. Oh, you smart, smart. Okay. <laughs> um, I saw this uh, study that said like 30% of the pollution that we, we're emitting is because of transportation. So that's kind of crazy. <laughs> Again, um, I'm not really familiar with the, the particulars of it. Um, I'm the 
whatchamacallit. Comedic relief. <laughs> no, like the, what is it, the, the variable or the control? The variable, the you're the control. You're the control, I'm the variable. Because you, you know this, I don't. But uh, just thinking about it in the most basic sense, like, okay, one car, right? But now go on a highway in any city in the world, and there's many major cities in the U.S., right? And you're going to see all these lanes, all these cars at rush hour, all at once, trucks and all of that. And it's daytime here in traffic. It's daytime here, right? And then say in the other part of the world, it's nighttime and everybody's asleep. And the cars are not on the street at that time in that part of the world, but they are in ours. By the time it's nighttime in ours, it's daytime in that part of the world. And now all the cars are on the street there. Combine that with all the different climates, it's hotter in some places of the world than others, and you have this constant clockwork cycle of pollution from mm-hmm. all these cars. Like, just thinking about it in that really basic way, I can see how it's bad for the environment. Yeah. And also, I was thinking, like, um, I think this is what I was trying to say earlier, and I'm remembering it now. Cars are just, like, parked for like the majority of the day and nobody's using it you're only using it for like a, like an hour or two or three depending on how long it takes for you to get to work and that's or, about or it or from where you're going yeah like yeah. if you really think about or it it's true from A to B <laughs> but yeah right. like it's just something that is just it takes so much space so much energy pollutes all the stuff and you're you barely use it and then you're going into debt because you need it for work or something because there's no public transportation where you live and then you know what i mean yeah and then like a lot of people that are very against the whole sentiment of public transportation and they love cars and all that like they think that when you say stuff like oh the climate change and all of that that we're trying to like scare them but like you are I feel like you could use your car whatever yeah I don't really care I want my options you know exactly like at least me I don't think about it as like oh no no, take everybody's cars away use the scrap metal to create railroads (laughs) buses for buses like I don't no I don't care keep your car but yeah I do like the option because you don't have to use your car car every day either like what if you want to just go pick something up from the supermarket. Why can't you just walk or bike? You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. have to use your car because everything is so far away. And it's just ridiculous. And, like, you brought up the cumulative time you use a car in a day. Like, really sit and think about it, right? Mm-hmm. I, when I, the shopping center we live, we live by, I used to work there. So, like, I'm here having to drive across and... I literally use the car for like a combined 15 minutes every day. <laughs> why? Yeah. And it, it the reason why is because it's not convenient to cross the road. And it's like, mm-hmm. even then, I'm not going to go. I don't know. If I was you, I would have just walked. But I saw plenty like... of people do it. But when you're on a time limit, again, it's the timing and the convenience. Okay, so you could just wake up earlier. Yeah, but that's not easy when I got to take you to work too. Okay, but that's different. See, you didn't explain that. Yeah, but... If you're taking the, me to work the already, then you can just... Then obviously you're just going to go and drive to work. But this was the dynamic. She got into work earlier than me. It's like 30 minutes go, go one way and another way. So, like, coming and going, it's 30 minutes to take her. An example, right? And then, like, two minutes to drive to, to where, where I'm you at. work. So, the thing about it is this. I, she gets into work uh, one hour at uh, one hour, and then two hours later I get into work. By the time I get out of work, then I gotta go pick her up right after work, again because there's no other way for her to get back home, because mm-hmm. the, it's a thirty minute drive, coming and going, but, but walk, a walk is like, <laughs> it's like seven eight miles, walking. I and it up. there's no sidewalks. There's no exactly. Nothing. It's like country road so mm-hmm. it's and especially impossible. like in the summer like heat like, stroke is a thing <laughs> yeah it's literally impossible so 
It's not impossible. Let me not say it's impossible. Nothing's impossible. It's it's very difficult. Inconvenient, like ridiculously inconvenient. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's just not worth it. Yeah. But thank you, Barakat, for um, explaining the scientific part of it. <laughs> you got all that covered, so we didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> you got me there, cause I'm. I'm not gonna go. Yeah, he there. basically said everything. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not gonna repeat everything. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, last question. Um, do you see any other alternatives to cars as a form of mobility? I don't think that there is another transport that is reliable and comfortable as the car. There are some alternatives, of course, such as the bike and public transportation. But truth to be said, they don't offer what the car does. The ID for giving up the car and use public transportation... I think it is a hard task for politicians to sell to people. I see where you're coming from. Everything's political. It's crazy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I, cars are more comfortable because you know you're in your own space, whatever. But I don't know. I just I always personally think about all the bad, the negative that it causes, and like even for me, like with anxiety and stuff about driving like even when i'm in the passenger seat i'm just like I, I don't want to be here right now <laughs> like i'd rather be like on a train or on a bus you're not gonna it's very rarely you're gonna die from like an accident okay. but on in a car i don't know about that <laughs> yeah because you got you gotta constantly worry about like this is the thing when you're on public transportation, like, they ain't gonna mess around with their money. Like, mm-hmm. this is their living and this is their profession, the public transportation. A lot of people, people don't really care, though. Yeah, but they're, do they not care enough to drive the bus off of a bridge? Yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> they're not gonna do that, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But, like... But they also have their own, like, buses don't really have their own lanes in New York. But trains, you know... They literally have their own railroad thing, so it's not like you're going to crash into another train. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm talking on my ass, but I don't think you'll crash into another train. The only way that could possibly happen if it's, there's a miscommunication and a train is on the wrong track at the has wrong time. Has that happened before? I've That's never heard that I'm, happen. I don't remember if that has. I've Even never like heard buses that. crashing into things, I haven't really heard about that either no not not that i can recall Mm -hmm. so like there's that but when you're in a car anything is possible to be honest yeah and then in a car you're also going probably faster Mm -hmm. obviously not faster than the train but faster than the bus maybe and Mm -hmm. i don't know anything can happen It's, it's scary you know yeah um the only thing really that I could say is um, just make it make it doable for both sides. I know that's a tall task, but it's it's feasible. I think mm-hmm. uh, people are not gonna be happy, but what the hell is it's everybody feasible, happy about? But again, yeah, people are just so, especially in the suburbs, people are just so against it. But people so. are gonna be against it anyway. Like, people got to find a reason to be mad about the stupidest things. Yeah, that's true. So. But I'm telling you, like, from what I have read and researched, suburb people just really don't like. I think they just don't get it, too. They just don't get it. From what I see, they just don't like it because, oh, it's going to bring crime or whatever. For lower income people and stuff like it boils stupid stuff. personally like and I, I'm not trying to generalize suburban people but it comes down to ignorance yeah because people sure. people tend to be ignorant about things and that makes them fearful and that makes them vehemently against things because of fear of the unknown because you don't understand it but if you were to and I'm not saying read and look at a YouTube video. I'm saying, like, go and experience it. 
And honestly, they're probably gonna be shaking in their boots. <laughs> not like honestly reflect like what can be because. I'm not saying public transportation as is is great. Mm-hmm. It's not. No, it needs a lot of investment in it, infrastructure, all that stuff, you know? Yeah, but, like, take an honest assessment of what can improve and why this can, why can't and, this and be a from, good alternative. And look at it from other countries that have done it successfully, you know? Yeah. Because, like, what happens if your car breaks down and that's your only car and you're exactly. asked? That's it. You're asked. Like, you can't, and places like that, you really have nothing to else to Even do. Even like when you have kids, are you really gonna drive your kids literally everywhere? Come on, yeah, I, I guess people here do that, but it's it's nah, just I, I feel like that's ridiculous. That's some bullshit. And I feel like it strips your kid of independence too. Thank you. I was just gonna say that. Like, I feel like your kid having to take public transportation, they're gonna gain more independence. You know. Like, they're going to be their own person because they have to do that. That's how I felt when I when I started taking it more, like, by myself um, for high school and stuff. Um, yeah, like, I felt more independent. I felt like a grown-up, <laughs> you know? And, like, even from, like, a, a really petty and, like, guy's point of view that grew up in New York, the e the quickest way to get dubbed by a girl in New York is, oh yeah, I'll meet you there. My dad is or my mom is gonna drop me off, and you're like eighteen. <laughs> like I know that that might be a thing here, but again, that's like. No, here a, people drive at like sixteen. So. But the people that different. don't. It's like almost like, you share that because that's like the experience, the culture here. Mm-hmm. But in New York, if you were to tell that to a girl, the girl is going to be like, oh, you know what? Actually, um, I forgot. I had a study for blah, blah. <laughs> or I, I, I forgot. I, I promised my cousin I was going to go. And you're never going to hear from her again. <laughs> like, that is the quickest way to get dubbed. That's funny. That's like. I never experienced that because my, my dad was the one with the car and, you know. Yeah. He, he was, wasn't. He wasn't about that. Yeah. <laughs> nah, like. I never experienced it either, personally, but I always I was always afraid of that kind of stuff because I, mm-hmm. I knew enough people and people talked. I feel like... That motivated me to... That does sound bad. When yo, you're... Like, even when you're in your teens and like, oh, my dad is going to drop me out, I'll be like, Because here's the thing. This is weird. <laughs> this is definitely... Especially in New York, you know. This is kind of like off topic, but like... By that point, you're supposed to be getting your, like, independence. And especially when you're with a girl growing up at that age, like, most girls in New York, particularly, I've noticed, do kind of mature faster than guys. Girls in general. <laughs> I'm saying in New York in particular, her. like, girls, the, at least the girls that I grew up around, they had jobs. They had their own bills to pay and all that, like. By freshman year of college, and like the guys, you're more liable to catch them living in their mom's crib, cutting college or whatever, playing Call of Duty, things like that. Again, I'm going to say every, I feel like girls are just like two years at least ahead of guys. Mentally, I, I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. But um, that's my point. Like, So they're kind of looking for somebody on their level, and if you don't know how to take a train and your dad or your mom has yeah. to, you're lacking the level of independence. So like, it's crazy that in New York, that is such a part of the culture, public transportation, that, yeah, that's a thing. Like, that motivated me like crazy. And I remember my professor, <laughs> Professor Carney, shout out. He, um, he once literally held the whole class in our communications class where he was like, Everything in this world is motivated by two things, money and sex. And I'll be damned if that's not a fact. Like, literally everything boils down to those two things, and he proved it. And I know yeah. money for sure. Money and sex, it's true. Yeah, I um, remember you explaining that to me. Literally down to, like, what kind of glasses you wear. They get, these look cute on me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, yeah, I need well, them to I see. Well, I get all the bitches. <laughs> exactly. This one looks nice on me, but, you know, 
I don't know. It kind of makes my head look square. What are the girls going to say? <laughs> like, it's one of those deals. So, it's true, man. Like, everything boils down to those two things. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, um, it's the end of our A to B episode. And I wanted to thank Barakat. He couldn't be here in person, but still thank you for your responses. For real. He gave good yeah. insight because it's, it's interesting because I was expecting him to have a different perspective. Like when it came to, like, public transportation, given that he's in a whole other, like, side of the mm-hmm. world. And it still was, like, yes. similar to ours. Yeah, like, true. his ideas... I think it's because we're from New York, though. <laughs> New I York think it is, is kind of like that. Europe in, like, in the sense of public transportation, even though Europe is way ahead of us. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Um, thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening, taking the time out of your day. Yeah. But you already know. Um, You can catch us on the flip flop. (laughs) Um, We're probably going to talk about a lot of different topics because A to B doesn't have to just be about transportation. It could be... About anything, literally. (laughs) Yeah, anything really. Like, the whole point of this is not... I know it's themed, like... Oh, the subway and all that. But that's not so much so centric on, like, transportation. That is a big topic that we wanted to explore. At least, I know 10 really wanted to explore that. Yeah. Um, But A to B could be, like, just A to B. You get a topic from A, you start one place, you get it to B. Make your point across. (laughs) It's a a spectrum. Exactly. I love it. All right, well, thank you, guys. Catch y'all in the next one. Yay. Yeah, peace, peace. <laughs> Bye. The next stop is... And clear the closing door.